It's time to watch The Muppet Show with special guest star, Connie Stevens. Sings Lydia the Tattooed Lady. Meatballs. A Teenager in Love by Connie Stevens and the Mutations. Classy Rats. Ain't Misbehaving by Electric Mayhem. They Long to Be Close to You by Connie Stevens. Sax and Violence by Zoot. Gonzo tries to grow a tomato plant to the 1812 Overture. Hotline to Washington. Bert sings Some Enchanted Evening with Connie Stephen dancing in the background. Hi, Meg. Wait, wait, hold on. Are we starting? Give me yeah. one second. I just hit record. <gasps> Hello, Dougie. What did you need one second for? Because I honestly want to look up movies from 1977. Well, while you look up movies from 1977, let me read the description of the episode of The Muppet Show that we just watched. How does that sound? That sounds great. It sounds great. That sounds like you're actually present for the podcast. Okay. <laughs> and not ADD distracted. When Fozzie overhears Hilda, Kermit, and Scooter... Talking about getting rid of that bear, he thinks they're talking about him. When in actual truth, it's Gonzo's teddy bear that he's that is being bad mouthed. Meanwhile, Sesame Street's Bert and Ernie make a guest appearance in a musical number with Connie Stevens. I like how it says "meanwhile." That doesn't happen until like the very end. But I guess. But I guess there's like get, parallel. Yeah, like yeah. if this description were in the TV guide, maybe we'd say like, "Oh, kids." Bert and Ernie are going to be on. Uh, Bert, that's true. There used to be tonight. a TV guide. Yeah, that would give you like a little description. Yeah, and you'd be like, oh, I have to tune into that. Tonight. That used to be like prime reading in my blue collar. I love the TV guide. <laughs> it was like you know because otherwise, I mean, we're dating ourselves now, but you had to go to that channel that. Oh, channel three, the and then it changed scroll. to a different channel. Yeah. And remember, like when the hour changed, it would just restart. Mm-hmm. So if you were still looking at something. Even though the hour changed, it would just immediately go yep. to the beginning again. Oh, the good old days of when there was nothing on TV. You didn't scroll and look through Netflix or Hulu or any of those things. You just put on the TV Guide channel. Or watched, like, a dumb movie. Oh, yeah. From, like, the that, like is on TNT. of it. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, whatever. Tremors. I just saw that there's a bunch of people, basically, who I guess don't have this experience of watching TV weekly or watching it. Well, they binge? Are you talking about... Yeah, the, these people who, like, primarily binge shows and Are you talking like about you? Are... Because you were talking about this in your other podcast. <laughs> but I just saw that there's all these people that are watching WandaVision, and they're getting frustrated. And they're claiming that, like, this is just a movie that's being slowly sparsed out weekly. And it's like, Have you... dude, that's a TV show. <laughs> like... Okay. These people obviously didn't watch Lost when it came out. Yeah. Because WandaVision is what I wish Lost was. Kind uh-huh. of. In a lot of ways. Because they're actually answering questions yes. without... There's like mystery and then things unfold, but then actually things unfold and they uh-huh. kind of stick with the storyline. Whereas like Lost was like, here's 500 questions. Okay, here's two answers and three more questions. What's and you're that like, What's going smoke? On? 
Are yeah. you serious? That's what that smoke is? Yeah, like, you watch that for so long and they don't, they're very, I don't know, they're not as rewarding as Like when you find, be. what's his name in the hatch? Mm-hmm. I love that episode. <laughs> Remember? You know what the, wait, Remember? <laughs> you know what the, what was it? The key? Oh, are you, yeah, you know what they say about John Locke. Oh yeah, he's, he's the, the key. key. <laughs> Which is not true. I know, out, it, turns out it wasn't true at nope, all. Nope, not at all. Oh my god. Okay, so this episode of The Muppet Show, episode two, this episode was one of the second episodes produced, and still considered one of the pilots for The Muppet Show, where they were trying to sell a couple episodes to this to certain demos and all that stuff. This episode aired the United States on February 28th, 1977. It was filmed in January. And it this is the penultimate episode. It was released as the penultimate episode of the season. I don't know why. Can you tell me what penultimate means? Second to last. Okay. It's my favorite word. And you know what? I just heard that word actually today yeah. on the um, Double Threat podcast. I love that word. And I was like, It's so I much better than means. saying second to yeah. you know. Penultimate. The penultimate. Yeah, I like it. Um, Thank you for educating me. So this episode starts where with Fozzie overhearing that they need to get rid of that bear. Gonzo and his poor teddy bear. And classic, Fozzie yeah. takes it personally and thinks that they're talking about him in a classic, yeah, like overhearing. This is such a tired trope now. Like, but it was cute. I mean, yeah. it was cute. I, I have to say, that I think that this episode flowed a little more seamlessly than the the first episode. Yeah, it wasn't as clunky. The first episode really was a little like... Cut and paste. What's yeah. what goes where. Yeah. I thought it was interesting, not to jump ahead, but towards the end when they cut to that newscaster, like a quick little joke with the Muppet News, they had, you know, uh, breaking news, that that was filmed later in the series production and then added to that episode. And you can kind of tell. It looked like it had better production quality to it than the actual episode yeah, itself. Yeah, and I think the idea of having like a news segment is very sort of like SNL as yeah. well. Yeah, And I remember the first time I saw those original SNLs, I was like, oh, there weren't screens back then. They like literally are reading from pieces of paper uh-huh. with like the phone in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> That they have like their scripted jokes or whatever. Every I'm sure once it's in like a while, a picture flashes and, up. Yeah. Yeah. So then after that, we have Kermit sings "Lydia the Tattooed Lady," which was very interesting, and it was a it was literally a tattooed pig. At first, I thought it was a dress with pictures on it, uh-huh. but it was a Muppet pig all tatted up. When I watched this the other day, and I texted you, I said like, "Oh my god!" In the second episode, there's like a belly dancer. Oh, yeah. That she was, was belly so dancer. weird. That's absolutely what she was doing. And then she would, like, flop and, you know, yeah. shake. And Doug then is flopping and shaking. <laughs> Kermit would, him, show, but... would, like, point out, like, whatever he was singing. Like, oh, yeah, the about the tattoos. That referenced the verse that he was singing. I'm sorry I made you watch this episode again. I'm making you watch all these episodes. I think I've seen it, like, like, three times. I'm just like, oh, the last by the way, days. I need to watch the episode. The one thing that we took from this that was very interesting was um, that song was sung at Jim Henson's memorial in he 1990. He loved that. What was it called? Something Lydia? It was called Lydia the Dancing Pig. Wait, was it? Hmm. No, Lydia was the Dancing Pig. I'm going between two different devices with my notes. That song was called Lydia the Tattooed Lady. I'm sorry. Yeah, Lydia the Tattooed Lady. She's not just a dancing pig. She's a tattooed lady. And you know, ladies in the 70s, they weren't very tattooed. No, I guess that's... Not like they are today. Yeah. You see ladies everywhere now, they're tattooed. 
You're still scrolling through Suicide Girls website, man. Oh my god. <laughs> I completely forgot about that vanilla. <laughs> that wasn't me, by the way. <laughs> Um, in that, I don't know why this feels like it's in that vein, but <laughs> last week, forgot about that. last week we were talking about Army Hammer, <laughs> well, you mentioned it. Oh, yeah. And you, cannibalistic you, fetishes. Have you seen anything else about that? Oh, my God, no. Tell me. So, apparently, the other day, he, uh, well, not the other day, but someone on TikTok has apparently discovered that Army Hammer worked over the summer in construction, Right. I don't know why he just got like a regular person job, but he worked over the summer. He Probably worked, to see how the people live. He worked in construction, and then uh, 10 to 15 minutes away from his construction job, they found the remains of three women. So now oh, people are trying to like connect this that he like. God. Maybe was oh, I am, trying to do a normal man job so he could cannibal some girls on the side. I would guess yes, if I had to guess. Yes. <laughs> I'm an expert, and they, yes. I know that... I'm a um, detective. What you guys may not know is that Megan loves a good conspiracy oh, theory. Oh, yeah. Oh, and... I mean, this is like cut and dry, though. Obviously, <laughs> he, he needs to be convicted immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> immediately. They'll do a doc about this. I want to see the doc. Did you watch the Free Britney doc? No, I did not. Oh, my God. You need I to heard know. good things, though, and that people just straight up hate Justin Timberlake now. <sighs> wow. Well, I mean, it, it, look... I'm not going to be the one to stick up for for any type of man, but if somebody (laughs) held me accountable for anything that I said to them when I was, like, 19 or below, like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I was hurting. Yeah. I was not a real person. My frontal cortex was not yet fully formed. Um, And I was a real jerk. Yeah. I mean, you were my friend, you know. And now add celebrity (laughs) and money to that. Oh, yeah. You know, like which... But do I think Army Hammer did it? Yes, I do. Back to that. (laughs) I I do. (laughs) Arrest him now. I saw this weekend on Twitter, people were like saying that they really should do a Lindsay Lohan style documentary. Oh, I think they're going to. I see that on Twitter now. And you know what? As I'm talking about this thing... These sound so unrelated to Muppets, but actually the thoughts I'm having in my head are Britney Spears and Lindsay Lohan in Muppet form. Like... But no, I mean, like, the Muppets were so... This is... So, this show is reflective of, like, the zeitgeist and pop culture of its time. So that's why I feel like us talking modern yeah. pop culture juxtaposed against this, you know, I, it no, fits, I, man. I, it, it, totally. And, and to, to add on to that, if this is the zeitgeist of that time... Uh, Eraserhead came out in 1977. Now, mm. do you think that that baby was a Muppet? That Eraserhead baby? Oh, like the idea of it? Well, like that little... You remember how when it comes out and they have it? I've never seen Eraserhead. You've never Head. seen Eraserhead? Oh, my I'm God. I'm not a movie person. You're lying. It's weird. I don't know. I watch more TV than movies. You do watch a lot of movies, but I can't believe like one of our friends didn't make you watch it. You know what I mean? I know. Like, just all you need to do is Google on your phone the Eraserhead baby. <laughs> so, after Lydia, the tattooed lady, we get the Swedish chef... Apparently making his debut <laughs> appearance on The Muppet Show, doing something with meatballs. And basically, uh, I thought this was really interesting. The Swedish Chef is controlled by Jim Henson running the mouth, and Frank Oz does the hands. Oh, yeah. And, he- and then Frank Oz also dubbed the voice afterwards, and he listened to tapes of like learning how to speak Swedish in order to... No, I thought Jim Henson out. did the Swedish tapes. I thought that was Frank Oz. No, Frank Oz was trying to mess up Jim Henson and his script. Oh my by, god! Like, flinging stuff at him with the hands. Okay, so he's doing the hands, and then the oh god, that is horrible. This looks like ET. So Meg's now shown me the Eraserhead baby, and it looks like 
So Steven Spielberg did that baby, huh? Ew, yeah, this looks like E.T. That's disgusting. I hate that. (laughs) Um, So the Swedish chef, Frank Oz is doing the hands. That makes even more sense now, that the Swedish chef is being controlled by two people who do not know what the other person is going to do. Mm -hmm. And I sort of love that, and they end up taking that same style of Swedish chef handery, I'm calling it handery. I don't know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, no, that's handery. Uh, we'll put to, that down. With, yeah, <laughs> Get with like that those Weimaraner dogs in Sesame Street uh-huh. with the arms. And they're like oh, driving yeah. a car and they're like doing stuff. Where like, yeah, the guy like puts his arms around a dog. Yeah. And he has like, yeah, And they have that like flannel about. shirt on the uh-huh. dog. That's exactly what I was picturing was the, the dog is wearing a flannel shirt, of course. <laughs> okay. After that, we get uh, Connie Stevens making her first song appearance singing... Teenager in Love with mm-hmm. The Mutations. Very throwback for her, you can tell. I think uh, I read a little bit about Connie Stevens as a singer. You know, she must have been singing songs like this in the 50s. And, and stuff. I saw that she was in Greece too, which, I mean, Greece also has that, like. Wait, Greece 2? Yes, she Michelle was in Michelle Pfeiffer's too. Greece 2 mm-hmm. sits on the ladder. Mm-hmm. Okay. C O L R I D E R. Ask me anything Grease about Greece 2. All I think about is Michelle Piper. I ask you anything about Greece 2. So, okay, so, no, I like this challenge, so I'm going to say in Greece 2, what's the word in Greece 2? It's Greece is still the word. Greece is still the word in Greece 2, okay. Is it Greece? Uh (laughs) (laughs) Is this a trick question? I'm pretty sure it's still Greece. So, she sings, um... And the guy with the acne scars, does he do a reprise of his face? Oh, is that Kinnicky? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know. Or is it the I other mean, one? I'm not making fun of anybody with acne scars. I mean, <laughs> I myself have some scars. But you know, you just like an Edward James almost face. <laughs> and he was on like the bad gang. The yeah. other, like, the non-greasers. Yeah, it's not Kinnicky. Yeah, it's, it's the, not... uh, I don't know what his name is. Yeah. But he, he even does the fucking, ri- he rivals the hand drive with Oh yeah, he rivals the hand drive. And then he has those, that car with the like, Things that come out of the Flames sides. Flames and stuff, right? Oh, yeah, he's like the spikes. The metal spikes, yeah. That's Grease 1. <laughs> yeah. I said, ask Connie me anything Stevens about Grease 2. Grease I only know the one song and Michelle Pfeiffer on that ladder. Which then makes me think about Michelle Pfeiffer on the chair in the Coolio. In Dangerous Minds. Yeah. <laughs> the it's the Coolio movie. Seen Dangerous Minds? Yeah, or okay, it's very like it's very. You think she's gonna be like um, uh, what's her name? Jodie Foster in Silence of the Lambs, but mm-hmm. like she's not as cool as Jodie Foster in Silence of the Lambs. I'm but isn't she going to a school? To yeah, like, she does. Again, I don't watch a lot of movies. I know this movie, I know and the I also reference. can't help myself but to remix in my mind Dangerous Minds with Sister Act Two. Mm-hmm. Sister Act Two. Seen Excellent that movie. movie. Excellent movie. Excellent film. What's that woman who is the witch in... Um... Kathy Najimy. Yes, love her. <laughs> I know exactly where you're going. We're talking about Sister Act, and you say, what's the witch? And immediately I'm like, I know Megan's Who's brain. Who's not you're Sarah about Jessica Nijimy. Parker? Yeah. I love... She writes the vacuum. <laughs> um... So she does this dance and song with the mutations, which are basically like three dudes. They were in cool looking, spooky little muppet. They costumes. were not little muppets. They and were they full grown people with floppy. They're like he- yeah. choir boy. They high school pretty good. Sweaters. The costuming was very good. The um, lipstick of 
Connie Stevens was that of a frosted lip with a darker liner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very a little dated. I think that's coming back though, unfortunately. This is your makeup background speaking. Yeah, you, you have to can't help but see these things. On I mean, I'd like to think of myself as a detective, but really, I do product <laughs> development in the cosmetics you're, industry. You're a cosmetic detective. Yeah, I'm a cosmetic detective. <laughs> you spot that Let bad me lip see liner. that ingredient list. I'll tell you. So after this, we hit our. Um, spot that was originally filmed just for the UK audience, Ain't Misbehavin' by the Electric Mayhem. I wouldn't say this is an Electric Mayhem performance. I would think that was more of a... Um, was it credited as Electric Mayhem? It's credited here on the Wikipedia as Electric Mayhem, but, but I there thought... there was no Dr. Teeth? No, there was no Dr. Teeth. There was no Janice. It was just... Um, my God, Zoo... No, Janice was Janice. in it. She was in yeah, it? Yeah, she was. Okay. With her, like, weird braids. Oh my God! Why can't it? Floyd. Yeah. It was just Floyd. It was Floyd. Kind of doing more of a solo and song. Was Zoot or was he in the other one? Zoot was in another one. All of the Electric Mayhem kind of had a moment to shine Dr. in this episode. Doctor Teeth was Separate. in this episode in the dancing. Yeah. Part portion. Right after. Um, oh, I skipped it. Yeah, at the dance was just before this ain't misbehaving, and they did. It was called Classy Rats, is what they called this oh, version yeah. of at the dance because they showed two rats. Doctor Teeth made a dumb joke. And the rats were the punchline to that joke. Mm-hmm. And then there was another uh, joke about the foxtrot. Yeah. Somebody was and the fox was like, fox. I think this is a foxtrot. Was Janice in that sketch? Yes. She was, right? She like was she in was the background. in it. She dancing. wasn't, yeah. They just needed a dame, right? <laughs> we need a woman in here. Well, at least they were thinking about that in the 70s. So that- <laughs> So then after uh, the Electric Mayhem do Ain't Misbeha- Ain't Misbehavin', Connie Stevens does the Carpenter's hit, Close to You. She, like, they do that sketch, the, not sketch, but, like, the segment it was where a little Kermit weird. sits down and kind of creeps on the female Yeah, the female and she guest. was, like, in, like, this sort of, you know, flowy, yeah, like, Flowy outfit, laying on the like chaise lay, lounge. Yeah, laying on a lounge, and obviously. And Fozzie, it was very funny because Fozzie came in, so. So, yeah, Fozzie's trying, I guess, basically to be like, do they want me to leave? Do they want me to be a part of the show? Yeah. So he sings Close to You mm-hmm. with Connie. It was, that was very cute, actually. Yeah. I, I like that. I liked it, too. And I really like the Carpenters. I. Like, they I, rule. I love the Carpenters. The first emo band, man. I love Karen Carpenter. Yeah. Mm. How could you argue with the Carpenters? I, I, I love Karen Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> After that, Zoot and Mana Mana from the Manamana song oh, sing sax and that's violence. That's who that was. They sing sax and violence, which I guess is a send up to sex and violence. One and then the they end the skit with not unaired, but original an pilots. explosion. Yeah. Like what Doug was talking about last week. They can't help themselves. It was just like they How were going we back this? and forth. Playing one note, playing one note, playing one note with each other. Oh, and it just, he was Menomina. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. And his eyes blink. Yeah, we get to see that he can blink, and those are not glasses. Yeah. They're his eyes. I liked his little dress thing. You know, they looked like glasses to me, like um, the 7-Up spot. It looked like his glasses, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like when we were kids in the 80s and 90s. People Excuse would wear me. pins of that, of just the glasses. Remember those? Oh, yeah. Like sun, the sunglasses as a pin. Sunglasses were big in the 80s. They put them on flowers. They put them yes. on pins. That's Remember exactly the dancing flower it's like, yeah, the with daisy. the sunglasses? Yeah, that oh was in God. Sister Act also. Get out. Yeah, Sister Act one, man. Oh, my God. 
Again, I conflate that one. But Sister Act One is she's running from her like boyfriend, and she was in Vegas, and she the becomes like a is nun. Way better in Sister Act One. It's so flimsy yeah. in two, but two is still better. Two is a better movie. Yeah, just because like Lauren Hill is in it. A couple of weeks and ago, if you want to be somebody, <laughs> sorry, I don't even. And you want to go somewhere? Yeah. You better wake up and pay, pay attention. attention. I watched the tail end of Sister Act One on, I don't know, some. E or whatever the other See, day. See, this is why I miss real TV yeah. sometimes because it's like, mm, you know, oh, the I end of that, Sister Act. I, I use that this. Sling app and do yeah. that and like TBT. We, yeah. we look through Sling and we watch whatever's on and that's it. And then after that I was like, oh man, Sister Act 1, that ending was really good. I want to watch 2 now. So I watched 2 oh, after nice. that. I like it. I see, I keep saying the movie Tremors, but you know I'm not meaning Tremors. You mean Dune. Yeah, no. No, I do mean Tremors and not Dune. You mean Tremors whenever you think you're talking about Dune. Yes, you mean Tremors. Yeah. Tremors is kind of a comedy. Yeah, and that used to be on syndication yes, all the time. Yes, it used to be on TBS or TNT all yeah. the time. There's like eight of them now. They still make Tremors In that movies. movie, the guy drinks the tequila and there's a worm at the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. Is that that movie? Is that a Pee Wee Herman movie? I remember a couple of weeks ago you were like, "Oh yeah, I've I've heard that they're making a new Dune." Remember in Dune when? And then I was like, "You just explained the plot of a Tremors movie, Megan." I don't nope. think you've ever seen Dune. I never saw Dune, <laughs> but there's sand, just like in Tremors. <laughs> it's basically just like that. Um, my God, what is that from Beetlejuice? Yeah, like when you they open that one door. That's and what it, Tremors the is. The Nether Realm yeah. is just Tremors. Mm-hmm. So after that. We have Gonzo doing his act, and he's going to grow a tomato plant while playing the uh, 1812 Overture on a violin. It, it's very... The whole Gonzo thing is very adorable. I don't think they know yet what to do with Gonzo. No. no. And how to make Gonzo... Like, Gonzo is a comedian. Fozzie's a comedian. Mm-hmm. And, like, to differentiate Gonzo them. is... A sketch performer. He's like and a Fozzie sur- is yeah. a comedian. He, like a, Fozzie's a borscht belt comedian. Let's yeah, be real. Yeah. Like he's very borscht belt. I was happy to find that Fozzie is not intended to be funny. The humor is that Fozzie is terrible, and I was glad really? because I was like worried that like are these jokes like really bad in the beginning and all this you know like but Gonzo's they don't give not him- meant to be funny either. No, right? but they don't get they give they don't give Fozzie as hard a time yet. As they do down the line. Yeah, they're the not line. throwing tomatoes at him. Yeah. Do they throw tomatoes? Okay, back to Muppet Babies. They throw tomatoes at Fozzie at Muppet Babies like all the time, right? Yes. Doesn't every joke end with Fozzie yes. getting... Okay, that's cruel. Because they don't blow things up in Muppet Babies, they, oh, they, they throw use tomatoes. tomatoes. Okay, because I'm like, wait, I remember Fozzie getting tomatoes like plummeted with tomatoes. All the time. Yeah. yeah. For sure. He... I don't know. Gonzo, you're absolutely right. They don't know what to really do with him. He's a cool-looking Muppet. Yes. He's, he's weird. weird. That's like his... He's weird. They, I, he they had, know that about Gonzo, that he's weird, and maybe people don't get him. And regressed. Because yeah. In this episode, I felt like he was regressed because he made the joke about his emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. Because the costume lady, this costume Muppet lady, asked him... What was her name? Hilda. Hilda. To just throw the bear away or something like yeah. that. Or like, aren't you old enough? I don't know. And he made an emotional intelligence joke, which I thought was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder. And, and like, in my mind, I'm like, of course, because I want to go back to conspiracy theories, are all these Muppets, like, subconsciously actually Jim Henson? Oh, like, are these, like, all Parts aspects of his personality? Of his personality. Yeah. That is interesting. And, like, what is Gonzo? Mm-hmm. 
other than like I don't know. Yeah, like his skeleton room. <laughs> like he Gonzo's like totally out there, right? Yeah. And he doesn't have like his shtick yet. He doesn't have his he has his dancing chickens, but he doesn't have Rizzo yet. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have his chicken. Isn't he like in Camilla. love with Camilla, yeah. And I thought that was interesting in the last episode, in the first one. The chickens performed in that song with Piggy at the end, and they sang straight. Versus when we get to know the chickens really well, and we have Camilla and all of that, the chickens just bock. They're oh yeah, they are the actual like. I almost want to say they're real chickens in they the are. universe that the Muppets exist in. Oh yeah, that's what chickens are. They're felt Wait, also. Don't they do you know what do I'm saying? That in another show where they keep the chickens, was that BoJack Horseman? Yes, BoJack Horseman did that. Yeah, that in that universe they still eat chicken. Yes, and, and they, they eat... saved the, and they had that. Weird... Yes, they oh rescue Becca, as they call her, and because all she, Becca, yeah. yeah, yes, I forgot about that. So yeah, that's so weird to me. That is really weird that they just like. It's like a they live in like a like a like and a Piggy wasn't home. really in this episode. So Piggy, no, Piggy Piggy was only in this episode to slap Kermit in the face he, after he did the number with Lydia. Him. It was very funny, and she looked great. I mean, I don't know who her stylist is, but she looked fierce. I like when Piggy has those dreamy eyes. Me too. Like the I early love version it. of Piggy, where she, it's very like sultry, she has those like yeah, yeah, like. Versus now she has like fully open eyes. Mm-hmm. I like the like the. Well, now she's had the plastic surgery, so she can't. You know, like yeah. women. There's so much pressure on women in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So after Gonzo fails at another segment, with we... a plant. So this one yeah. was the tomato plant because the tomato plant comes back. Oh, yeah, at the end. Oh, and the end so, is so bizarre. We cut to the Muppets News Flash, the first Muppets News Flash that we'll see this series so far, with the hotline to Washington, and that took me a real minute. He answers <laughs> the phone, and he goes, ah! He burned his hand on the hot phone. He burned his hand on the phone, and I went... Oh. It went, like, for two minutes after I went, oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. And then after that, we get... Our Bert and Ernie cameo. Oh my god. Well, I just need to say that, first of all, I love Bert. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I understand that Ernie has to be the, the you know, the crazy to Bert yeah. straight man. Yeah. But I, I sympathize with Bert. I... <clears throat> I love him. I liked their whole pre-roll that they did, where they were like, okay, this is the big time now. Yeah. Like, this ain't Sesame Street. Yeah, we're yeah. not on a kid's show. We're here. It's primetime hour. We have to do something cool. Bert with Ernie's like we're fine. We're here. This mm-hmm. is good. And then Bert's like, no, this isn't enough. I have to do something. Yeah. Well, we Bert was also like, moment. I know you, Ernie. You are you are buttering me up because uh-huh. Ernie is like, Bert, you're so amazing. You're so talented. And and Bert is so skeptical uh-huh. of Ernie. And basically, Ernie changes his clothes. And then Bert just kind of like sings and dance. He's like this with dapper, Connie. this dapper dude. They sing. <clears throat> He sings Some Enchanted Evening with Connie while she dances in the background. And Doug's wife just hated Connie's dress. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very 70s, like, flowy, summery dress. It didn't really go with the rest of her costuming. Or the set, green. which no. was kind of weird. You know, like, it didn't, I don't know, nothing really felt in place. And Bert's, like, tuxedo, mm-hmm. you know, with his, like dancing cane or whatever you want to call it yeah i don't know so i found this kind of interesting you ready bert's 
vertical striping on his sweater is to show that he's uptight versus Ernie's horizontal sweater shows that he's relaxed. Which is such a weird thing that there's all of these like subtle things baked into mm-hmm. the character's actual designs. I, I love that it. Was really... And I wonder like if I mean if they went into like the color schemes as well. Yeah. But I mean the real question is like bossy bottom top like what's what's the deal there? Like do the horizontal stripes represent something else? Like that he the underground. <laughs> Are you getting What kind into... of handkerchiefs do they wear in their back pockets? Are you talking about pushing Bert and Ernie's beds together at night, Megan? Is that, I what, am. Is that what we're saying? It is the 70s. Bewitch did it already. You know, <laughs> Bewitch was the first. My mom will tell you every time that Bewitch comes on, you know, they were the first couple. They were the first couple to, ha- to share a bed. To share a bed. On TV. They were the first. Did you ever see that thing where when they show, or did you ever hear this, rather, when they show the couple on television in bed together, apparently the man would lay in the bed with his one leg his right leg out on the floor his foot on the floor even because interesting like Ricky does it he couldn't be in bed with a woman that he's not married to Mm. yeah so like Mike Brady and Carol Brady laying in bed together he would have a foot on the ground outside the bed isn't that weird Mm -hmm. like that's just like I don't know that feels very religious interesting well I mean the American Protestant. We were talking about this actually today, um, my partner and I, about um, like the weird sort of like Protestant value system about mm. being poor. Like, yeah. That it automatically means, you know, you don't work hard enough. Or, yeah. Instead of like the system. Well, because you're supposed to be like rich and like give to your church, right? Also. Yeah, or it's like, but it's like, we're think about like people in places where like there's not a lot of great resources to get food, or there's uh-huh. not a lot of great job opportunities, or the educational system is pretty garbage. Yeah. You know, blaming them for their lot in life, you know, they yeah. just don't work hard enough, they don't like... You're just not doing enough. Like some folks, you know, I'm not saying all folks, but like some folks in Appalachia and things uh-huh. like that, like there's a lot of like, you could pick yourself up by your bootstraps, uh-huh. and it's like, and if you're not doing that, then you're... Then you're just, yeah. yeah. Why aren't you doing that? Yeah, if you're, you're not doing that, then why aren't you doing that? Yeah. It's but, that I help those who help themselves. Exactly. Like sentiment, right? But I have to ask a question because I know Elon Musk is probably listening to this. And, oh, without a doubt. And I absolutely want to know, like... Streaming it through a Tesla. I'm sorry. I, I, I get it. Like, space is your next mission. But, like, my one request from you, Elon Musk, is to invent, like, Muppets as home pets. Like, beyond robots. Okay. I want want a Muppet as a pet. Like, unfortunately, I just lost my dog recently. And Uh I just, like, I would like a Muppet this time. So now, when you say you would like a Muppet, are you saying that you would like... But not like Miss Piggy. Even though I I identify as a Miss Piggy, Uh I don't want Miss Piggy You can't take that attitude coming out of an animal. I want, like, one of the ones that that are just, like, very fuzzy and, like, they they don't, like, talk or anything like that. Okay, you don't... That's what I was going to ask. You don't want someone with, like, a full personality, like, coming in. No, he could be, like, a goof. Uh But I just... I don't want to hear it. Like... (laughs) <laughs> you That's, still want him to get off the couch. I don't want a child. I'm not asking for a child. <laughs> the, the greatest thing about a pet is that it doesn't really talk So, to Elon Musk, if you're out there, please well, you me. are out there, I and you're listening, there. Elon, please. I bet you Grimes wants one anyway. So just Grimes definitely do, wants just do it for her Grimes. own Muppet. Do it for Grimes. Yeah, do it for Grimes, and then make it accessible to the rest of the world. Exactly, thank we'll you. We'll all go to space, we'll all have our own Muppets. Yeah. We'll all I'll definitely kids. go to space if I can get my own Muppet. 
I love it. Also, question number two, and I tried to Google this, but I couldn't really find anything because I have all these parental locks set up on my Wi-Fi at home because of the kids. Mm -hmm. Um, What are the Muppet fetishes out there? Like, people have to, like, people are so weird. And I think I asked you this before, like, there's definitely Muppet fetishes, right? Without a doubt. Yeah, there has to be. There's everything fetishes. Yeah, like Muppet sexual. What do they call There's like a, it's like a meme-y term, meme-y term, like rule 23 or something like that, that like anything that exists, there's a porn version of it. Mm. There's definitely, there's definitely something. That's weird. That exists where people fetishize Muppets. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see it. Oh, I don't want to see it. I can tell either. you that. I mean, I would, it would be one of those things You want to see it. I do. You want to glance at I it. You don't want to see it. You want to glance oh, at it. Oh, definitely. You want to go, oh God, and then close that but page. But I feel like MTV trained me for that because like, what was MTV doing running that fuzzy? You're thinking like Syphil and Ollie or like Wonder Shows in? No. Oh my God, I love Wonder Shows in. No, remember the MTV used to do those like MTV Life you have to help me out here because my memory MTV, is fuzzy. Uh, true Life. True Life. So True, true it, Life. You're, you're saying you want to watch the episode called True I'm Life. I'm a furry. I'm a furry. Oh, oh yeah. That, I mean, I watched that when I was like in high school, I think. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh shit. I didn't know they did a furry episode. Oh, that was one of the first episodes, I think. Really? Yeah. Yikes. Oh, yeah. The thing and I learned that it's not a costume. I can't believe we're talking about furries right now. But I have one question. Okay. So... <clears throat> Don't call it a costume. People who are furries, why do all furry fursuits, right? That's what they say. It's mm-hmm. a fursuit, not a costume. Oh, I know. One why do way. all the fursuits... <laughs> I don't even want to tell you. Why this. do all the fursuits look the same? Like, they all look like they're the costumed characters for, like, a theme park I've never been to. Or, like... You ever notice that? Like Funtime America? Like, they all look like they're just to a place... You know, like you'd see, you go to Great Adventure, you see Bugs Bunny and Taz. Yeah, and yeah, whatever. yeah. They look like they're all the animal characters from that the belong theme park that doesn't have the no name theme parks in this like like a S and M debauchery park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. S and M debauchery park. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, kids, here's this off brand whatever for your birthday party. It's Elmo! People used to be like, that's not Elmo. <laughs> like, I used to work at this birthday party place. They're like, that's not Elmo. That's Red Monster The Man. Blue Man! <laughs> it was supposed to be Sully. <laughs> Sponge Guy. Oh we had. God. Yeah. Sponge Guy. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't know, but I know that they're very expensive. Yeah. And that, yeah. I watched a video a while ago of, um... You're familiar, of course, with the Insane Clown Posse, right? There's there's some kind of Christian band, right? <laughs> One of the... I don't know. There's two dudes in the Insane Clown Posse, right? One of the guys... Makeup is, dudes. Can we call them makeup dudes? They're definitely makeup yeah, dudes. Yeah, they're makeup dudes. One of his kids... Oh, the clowns. ...is a furry. And they wanted a fursuit for their birthday or whatever, so he bought them the suit. Mm-hmm. And they then created a video together, father and child... Of the horrible fursuit that they received in the mail from the person who scammed them, supposedly. And how, like, well, it gonna... has visible zippers. It The seam lines aren't good. I can't even see through this helmet. It's absolutely ridiculous. I need to send you I'm this sorry, video. I'm sorry. He's worried about a visible zipper? Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't want to break the... The, yeah, the whole... Fantasy. The whole Is fantasy. fantasy. I don't know what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> I don't know either. Or what are you allowed to say? Like, what about those people in, like, Second Life? 
Who, like, live on the internet? Yeah, I wonder if you can be a Muppet in Second Life. I don't see why not. Well, because I don't if know I, if, like, the programming will allow it. Well, I'm just saying, if I was going to have a Second Life, I de- definitely wouldn't want to be a human being. <laughs> I would want to be a Muppet <laughs> or something. That's so bleak! If I could have a Second Life, I wouldn't want to be a human. That's exactly. I can tell you that much. I do that in real life. I already got one life I down. I with... play one in real life. <laughs> Another interesting thing that I learned while we were watching this episode... Is that Fozzie's necktie actually helps hide a um, where his head is connected to his neck body, joint? Right? So this yeah. is this is definitely connected to us talking about fursuits, Muppeto. So and his hat, I love this. We didn't learn it. I just love that he can take off his hat and then he has that head in the shape of his it's hat. It's so gross. <laughs> like his head really it is like, just. It looks like a, a bulbous pimple that needs to be popped, like a a boil. It also looks like it would make a sound when the hat like. Oh yeah. I don't know, like some sort of sound when the hat comes off. Like, and he's definitely not hiding anything under his hat. You know how, like, jokesters sometimes. Yeah, like he physically stuff? could not hide yeah. something under the hat, like an egg or I, why? Why, why an would egg? Be an egg. <laughs> I don't know. A rabbit. That's a magician. <laughs> Can I just tell you? I there's nothing I love more than a magician comedian. I'm just kidding, joking. Who are some? Trying to think of like when you go to Asbury Park and there's that magician. I'm like, no. Are you talking about the one who does the cards? I, I don't. I don't want to see your magic tricks. Can I tell you? I was just t- remembering this the other day. I, I just can't. Like, God bless that guy, but I can't. I know exactly who you're talking I about. Can't do it. I went to Babuku's Burritos on Babuku's in Shrewsbury, right? Okay. And they had just opened, and it was part of their grand opening celebration, and um, I was there with my wife. And we were talking My wife. Is that relevant? I'm sorry. (laughs) So, um, my Aunt Anne, you know. Yeah. But um, she had just had brain surgery when this happened. So, I, we, my wife and I were going to eat really quick and I had just gotten some text messages of information regarding Mm -hmm. what had happened and how the procedure went and everything. So, yeah, we're having like this really like tough conversation of, okay, she's out of surgery, yeah, blah, blah, God. blah, like going over the information. Yeah. And then this fucking magician comes up with his cards and he's like, pick a card. And we're like, we're trying to have a conversation. <laughs> like, can't you just tell the vibe of these two people talking right now? And he's, so, I've, and I have that problem where I can't just be like, Did you pick a the card? Room. I picked a card. Oh, and I'm picking a card and I'm sitting there and I'm holding the card and I'm like, Crying. I'm not, I'm not crying, but I'm like, I'm sorry. Could you could you leave us alone? Like, could we just be left alone? Oh and I'm pretty sure that's the magician comedian that you're talking about. I can't. Okay, so the top five songs the yeah. week of this release this yes. episode was released are Kenny Nolan, I feel like dreaming. Steve Miller, Fly Like an Eagle, which of course We know. We know. You just watched Space Jam the other day, didn't you? Do, do, That's do, in that movie, right? Pretty heavily. First of all, space. Can I just pause? Two things. Mm-hmm. One thing. I definitely feel like I teed you Bunny, up for this. <laughs> yes, Bugs Bunny goes. What kind of Mickey Mouse, whatever, would do that? And I forget what he was making fun of, but it was obviously making fun of Disney. Uh huh. Very funny. I love Warner Brothers cartoons. Second, and it was definitely like the we're we're not safe like Disney cartoons, right? Like that kind of a joke, kinda, like uh, yeah, like they they are edgier. Like uh-huh. let's be real, they are edgier, but I Bugs Bunny's a st- ain't I a stinker? Yeah, he's a real second stinker. thing. Uh-huh. Space Jam is not even a real movie. No, there's barely any plot. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 
It's a very loose plot. And Michael Jordan literally has no, I mean, zero facial expressions Mm -hmm. in that movie. Literally zero. Zero facial expressions. Mm -hmm. Oh, I completely agree. And now I have to watch Kazam or Shazam or whatever it's called because I don't remember because of the Mandela effect. I don't remember (laughs) because of the Mandela effect either. Um, But I need to watch it and just be like, because I know that movie is pro like just the facial expressions uh-huh. are probably better. Well, that's not Michael J- no, Jordan no, in that Michael movie. Jordan. It's it's Shaq, Sha- right? It's Shaquille O'Neal, yeah. yeah, aka Shaq. The problem with that movie is people believe that it was called one or the other, Kazam or Shazam, yeah. and it starred Sinbad, right? Yes. Not Shaq. That's the whole theory, yes. too. Is It's not just like a title switch. It's that people believe that there is a movie that exists where Sinbad yeah. plays a genie. And Megan, but what is the movie I'm where one Sinbad... of those people. I don't know. I but know. I know I've seen a movie where Sinbad plays a genie. I went to Rec Camp, and at Rec Camp, we went to the movies, and I saw a movie where Sinbad plays a genie. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I know this. I swear to God, I have seen it, too. Song number three was Blinded by the Light by Manfred Mann. Hmm. Rolled up like a douche. Um, Evergreen by Barbara Streisand. I don't know that one. And then another terrible song. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be editorializing. Excuse I don't me. Think, terrible I? song. Uh, New Kid in Town by Eagles. I can't no, picture New I Kid in Town. I don't know that one. I also like, you know that it's not the Eagles, right? It's just Eagles. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's kind of like Talking Heads. Mm. They're Talking Heads. They're not the Talking Heads. Talking Heads. Our number well, that one makes movie... sense, though, because Talking Heads. Yeah. But, like, sometimes it'd be, oh, Wait, I was question. listening to The Talking Heads, but it's not, you're Is not the Philadelphia to the football heads. team called The Eagles, or are they called Eagles as well? I think they're Da Birds. Oh, Da Birds. Aren't they Da Birds? Da Birds. Can I just also talk about Gritty is a Muppet, mm-hmm. right? Gritty is a Muppet, this last for sure. No. Gritty is definitely has to be a Muppet. Secondly, even though his eyes are googly eyes, and Muppets pretty much have static oh, yeah. eyes. But uh-huh. I do not like Philadelphia teams. No, I, I don't. But I'm I love literally Gritty. obsessed with Gritty. Me too. I I, I would have... go to a Philadelphia game uh-huh. just to see Gritty. I have two T-shirts that depict Gritty on them. I fucking hate Philadelphia as a city. On top of not liking any of their sports teams. Yeah. I mean, we go every once in a while, but yeah, but only because we have to. Yeah, only, that's the only reason why anyone goes to Philly. But also, but but you know what. Let's make a pact right here and right now okay. that when the world opens up again and we all feel safe and okay mm-hmm. to go out into the world mm-hmm. and it's hockey season, mm-hmm. we go to a Flyers game. To meet Gritty? To meet Gritty. I absolutely 100% will go Thank meet you. Gritty with you. And we should go see like them play like a team that no, I was going to say let's go see a team we like, but mm-hmm. we should go see a team that nobody likes because the tickets probably be cheaper. Yeah. Because I don't want to pay a bunch of money to go to that to go to like a Philly yeah, Rangers just, game or something like that oh yeah. god no no I'll definitely watch them play the San Jose Sharks or <laughs> whatever like trash team yeah our number one movie this weekend of February 28th was Slapshot it was oh, the number one movie at the box wait, office that week I never saw that movie that sounds like it's a hockey movie Slapshot is a hockey movie it's about a shitty hockey team that decides that they're gonna just lean into that that they're not the best team but they are goons did you see so that movie? Like, no, I've never Well, you seen just it. mentioned another hockey movie, Goon. Goon, yeah, because Goon is a term for like the, um, like a kind Educate of... Educate me. Like a... <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm like... <laughs> a Goon. <laughs> the Goon is like um, an offensive player oh. who like is the one that's going to like, you know, slam someone up against the boards so or just trip and them. Tunies. Yeah. That's the Goon. 
Oh, Megan. Looking. This brings us back to the end of our episode. Oh, God. Can we please talk about this? Go Connie ahead. Connie Stevens gets gifted or presented or introduced to a Muppet of her likeness again. It was the freakiest thing ever. Yeah, she's, she's it was standing crazier there first than last of all with, like, a lot of... And I hate, I hate the, the, I hate the whole like pitting women against each other though. You saw they pit them out. Is there there room enough for both of us? She's like, can you sing or dance? And the Muppet's like, no. And then Connie Stevens is like, okay. Yeah, of course there's room for both of us because you're not going to be taking my And then she gets attacked by Gonzo's uh, tomato plant. tomato plant. Yeah, Which I kind of liked because I was like, feed me Seymour. And then in all of this, we missed the, um, we missed to mention rather that the confrontation comes to a head. With Gonzo's teddy bear versus Fozzie. As Fozzie decides that he's going to exit the show, he like shakes Kermit's hand goodbye. And Kermit's like, no, Fozzie, you idiot. We're all talking about Gonzo's teddy bear. It's time to get rid of the bear. Is, you both can stay. Is Kermit mm-hmm. the only Muppet who is educated on this show? I think so. Like the only sane adult. Formally educated. I'm not saying they're not. Like yeah. there's not musically educated. Oh, are you asking me if Gonzo... If- if like, Kermit did he go went, to college? Went to college yeah. to, like, produce a show yeah, and yeah, stuff? Yeah. Perhaps? Yeah. Um, did he go to the Kinetic School of Broadcasting? What I would <laughs> I would guess that he probably had some... He has some stake in USC. With, mm. like, the Spielberg and mm. Lucas ties to Henson. Right? How did he afford to go to That I do not know, USC. because he grew up in a bog. Right? Yeah, he grew up Oh, in well, bog. you know what? To answer this question very, very truthfully... USC is an expensive school. USC is a very expensive school. Mm. But in the Muppet movie, we learned that they all meet each other on just a weird road trip. Kermit decides that he wants to go be rich and he wants to go be famous and he's going to sing The Rainbow Connection, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So then he finds Fozzie along the way and then they find everybody and they build up the show, basically. Mm -hmm. The whole Muppet movie is basically laying the groundwork for the Muppet show. He finds all these idiots that can all do special things. So. And gathers Kermit's them together. like a privileged Kermit kid. Is, Kermit who, is a kid of privilege. Yes. Who goes on like a road trip because he has like a trust fund. Yeah. And he just wants to take a gap year and explore. Kermit takes a gap year. Yeah. Oh, okay. After playing like, in a bog. Yeah. And maybe it's even a gap year after graduation before he gets a job mm-hmm. at like Goldman Sachs or something. And then he continues his white. It, it, I mean, he's obviously. Anyways, Kermit obviously, is definitely a white he's man. He's green. And he continues to fall into luck. He finds comedians along the way. He finds dancers, performers, a band, all the while headed to Hollywood to be famous. He finds actually... Because Kermit wants to be famous, but he's not really the focal point of the show. He's the... He runs this show. Oh, he runs the show. He runs it, for sure. But he doesn't really bring much to the table. Well, you know... I take offense by that because I run the show at my job. Uh-huh. And I can argue that I don't bring a lot to the table, <laughs> but um, I keep the projects moving. Uh-huh. And I basically say, like, this is how it's going to go. This is what it needs to be. And I have to hold everybody accountable to Meg, how you it- identify as Miss Piggy, but you're Kermit. Oh, God. You're Kermit, girl. Girl, am I a Kermit? <laughs> but my, my real question is in all seriousness, mm-hmm. if Army Hammer were a Muppet, which Muppet would he be? If Army Hammer were a Muppet that exists right now mm-hmm. in the show, what Muppet would he be? No, you can pick any Muppet, even if it doesn't exist like in I the pick, show. Like a type? Yeah. Or at least, I think Army Hammer might be a pig Muppet. 
Like, there's that one cocky one that does pigs in space. I mean, we haven't mm-hmm. gotten to those sketches yet. But I think Army Hammer could be a pig Muppet. What okay. what kind of Muppet do you think Army Hammer would be? Mm, like a trash Muppet. Like Oh, like... Like, he's probably... Like, uh, oh, you Oscar know the Grouch's family? Hammer is? Army Hammer is the guy who is in the hamburger sketch with Grover. Where Grover's a waiter, mm-hmm. and he's like this really like grumpy Muppet, and he's sitting there, and he orders a hamburger from Grover, and he Grover's like, do you want a little hamburger or a big hamburger? And he's like, I'll take the big hamburger. And then Grover comes out you with a have, gigantic hamburger. You have such a specific response. I have no idea what that... that is that a Sesame Street segment? You know what? And I don't even remember liking Sesame Street all that much, but apparently I really liked Sesame Street. Apparently it really resonated with I guess, especially like the claymation in Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Megan, I think we did a bang-up episode. <laughs> a real banger. Yes. Bangers and mash. Um, I'm excited. Next week we have our Joel Grey episode that we talked about. Yes. Last week on our first episode. So until next time. Do you have anything you want to say? No, but we need like a closing statement. Like I wanted to say peace out, but like what do the Muppets, like what would the Muppets say? What would the Muppets say? I just keep thinking boop, boop, be doo but that's Betty Boop. <laughs> that's Betty Boop. But I, you know, for right now, Megan. Boop, boop, be doo